Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Las Vegas maintains its crown as the entertainment capital of the world, which means our famous stages are operating late into the night. But what about the lives of the people who are doing all that entertaining? Where do they go after a long workday? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we take a tour through the wee hours of the night through the eyes of the entertainment community with podcast producer and Absence head of audio, Jacob Smith. He gives us an inside look at the industry that keeps our city fabulous and all the after-hours excursions to be had in the city that doesn't sleep. It's Monday, January 29th. I'm David Figler. Here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Jacob Smith, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. I'm very pleased to be here. Jacob, you and your wife are both in the industry here in Las Vegas. That's so right. I, I'm going to ask you right from the start. What time do you normally go to bed? Oh, uh, somewhere between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. is probably about our, our standard. So that's your normal. That's right. That's right. About, you know, average it out 4 a.m. That, that's about when I'm when I'm finally going to sleep. All right. Now, I, I want to get a sense of how many of yous there are out there. So if you were to add up all the shows on the strip alone. Sure. I, I mean, thousands of entertainers living here? Oh, I, d- definitely. Definitely. Uh, I'd say low thousands, probably uh, two to three thousand uh, in the kind of in the in the big name shows that everybody's heard of. And then uh, several hundred more, uh, maybe even another thousand in uh, in kind of the smaller shows, the smaller showrooms around town. Uh, the the showrooms that are a little more off strip, perhaps. Uh, yeah, so I mean, all in all, yeah, you're looking at, at several thousand people who who do kind of what we do in the in the industry here. And then on average, what time are you, are you getting off work? Oh, usually right around midnight for myself. Uh, okay. I, I run the show Absinthe over at Caesar's Palace, and yeah, uh, yeah our our last show uh, on a regular night is a 10 p.m. show, so you know I'm wrapping up around 11:30 or so. I'm getting home around midnight if I go if I go straight home. I'm less interested in what the headliners do after the show. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, Jerry Seinfeld jumps in a helicopter with Celine Dion and they just whisk off to Paris, France for the night I and come back so. the next yeah. day. Maybe just for dinner. Right, right. But who else works in the entertainment biz in Las Vegas? What, what's the, the smorgasbord that we're looking at? Well, you know, the vast majority of people who work in the entertainment industry are people who outside of Vegas are completely unknown. You have the cast of shows like Absinthe. You have the cast of the shows that, that Cirque du Soleil puts on. Uh, you have all of those different shows that are that are just crewed and staffed by people that outside of Las Vegas, you've probably never heard their names. Inside of Las Vegas, many people have never heard their names. So you have just just all these people who are extraordinarily good at their jobs. They're, you know, everybody who, who does this, many of these people are the best in the world at what they do. 
uh, especially in in absent the other Spiegel World shows that are that are in Vegas. We have another uh, Spiegel World show uh, that goes on at the at the Venetian over there in the uh, in the canal shops. The Venetian. We have the Atomic Saloon show. We have a brand new show that is coming to town this year that will be at the Link. And then you have all of the shows from Cirque du Soleil. I mean, these are shows that literally recruit Olympians to come in yeah. and, and perform in their shows. So you have all of these people who are extraordinarily good at what they do. And then they're backed up by the people backstage that people don't see at all. And, you know, on some of these larger shows, that's hundreds of people. Right. Well, after a night of of entertaining people, either, you know, front facing or behind the scenes, where do strip performers go? I, I mean, that's kind of like what we're most kind of interested in is where they go after the show. Well, there are kind of two schools of thought on that. Now, I like both of them, honestly. You have the one where you want to go out and you have want to have a nice meal. So, you know, at midnight, obviously your meal selections are a little more limited. Although Vegas is notorious for the second happy hour, which I also like am a big fan of and I'm imagining a lot of entertainers take advantage of that. Oh, absolutely. Well, that that brings me to one of my favorite uh, late night restaurants in town, which is Osaka, a wonderful Ooh. sushi place up on Sahara. There is cool. uh, there's an office right next door to it that for some reason somebody built a miniature version of the Statue of Liberty. So that right. is how you can that is how you can see Osaka. You, you drive down the road. Hey, there's a small Statue of Liberty. Here's an awesome sushi place right here next to it. They have one of three fantastic- or four replica Statue oh, yeah. of Liberties in oh, our community. We might so. be the we might be the, the the world leader in replicas of Statues of Liberty in one town. Right, right. So so Osaka, old school favorite. Uh, and my my late night days there are way behind me. But oh, I used on. to remember that sushi bar in front would just be filled with people who look like entertainers. I yes. don't know if they were, but yeah. Oh yeah, well, you know, we we sometimes we hang out at the sushi bar. There are tables in the back. They have a they have a late night uh, food happy hour as well. So, right. for instance, we just went there the other week uh, during kind of I don't know regular dinner hours. You know, we went there around seven seven p.m. and you know they handed us the full menu. I looked at the full menu. I don't know what to do with the full menu. I, I'm used to just you know I have the happy hour menu. That's what you know. It's a sheet of paper printed on both sides. That's what I'm used to having. Yeah. Any other spots? I mean, food. Food's important. So where else are are are, are the entertainment people uh, grubbing up? Oh sure, uh, I'm always a big fan of. Uh, you may have to bleep this out. I don't know, but I'm a big fan of fuck him long. You know, it's a it's a pho place over in Chinatown on Spring Mountain. There, I think they have uh, a couple of other locations around town as well. But they're always open late. The fantastic, the uh, the fuzz, fantastic. All the food that they, that they have is fantastic. And of course, another old standby is the Pepper Mill. Love the oh, pepper yeah. mill right there on the strip. My wife used to do shows at the Riviera when it was still around. And the pepper mill was a regular late night hang for us. They have the fireside lounge in there. They have the diner in there. It's all fantastic. Ridiculously huge menu, kind of whatever you're in the mood for. They've probably got it. It's a little silly, but it's also a whole lot of fun. And it used to be uh, that that used to be one of the main late night hangouts for entertainers in town. You know, we'd go to the fireside lounge at the pepper mill. 16 years ago when we first moved to Vegas mm-hmm. and you'd see everyone there. You'd see magicians there. You'd see musicians there. You'd see performers. You'd see acrobats. You'd see everybody there just hanging out. It was a great little late night hangout spot. Yeah. A little swanky, Absolutely. Uh, funky lighting, the whole thing. All right. You said there were two schools of thought. So the first one's kind of like getting the, getting your food bag on. That's what right. was the second, second school. Well, for me, it's music. It's going and seeing other entertainers. Uh, uh-huh. In my experience, 
what entertainers love to do more than anything after getting off of a, of a night of performing, uh, a night of working these shows, is they like to go see other entertainers perform. So what we love to do, what my wife and I love to do, my wife is a singer in town. Uh, she's all over the place with all kinds of different gigs. And so what we will what we will try very hard to do is get over and see our friends perform somewhere or go see someone that we haven't seen before and, and uh, make new friends and, and see what's going on there. So, and what are the best late night options for that when you're getting off work? Well, one spot, uh, it's it's a little divey. I love it. It's the Sand Dollar over on Spring Mountain. Uh, they have sure. they always have uh, great in-house music. They've got great pizza there, getting back to the food as well. They always have uh, really good bartenders working there. They can make you anything that you want. But you know, for me, the most important thing is they almost always have live music going. And I am a Southern boy. I, I grew up in Louisiana. I love the blues and Sand Dollar has the best, it's probably the best spot uh, reliably for blues music in town. I absolutely love going there. Great spot. Any other uh, big tips for catching entertainment late, late, late at night? Oh, well, one spot that, that I do like going to is the barbershop at the Cosmopolitan. They, they are a really good music venue. You walk uh, through a working barbershop. To get there, it's kind of a, an old school, yeah, a little you know, speakeasy, yeah, one of little, seventeen speakeasies thing. Yeah. just in the Cosmo alone. That's it. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah. But you get in there, you you walk through a secret door in the back of a barber shop, which you can get a haircut. You can get a, a haircut and a shave and everything in the barber shop there. And uh, you go back there, and they have fantastic music going in there all the time. I actually just learned uh, just the other night that uh, Wednesday night they now have a, a country night. Uh, oh, fine. yeah. So I, I just met the Tomlinson Brown Band. Uh, they they're performing there on Wednesday nights right th- right now. They're great. I have not seen the uh, the band perform, but I have seen the members of the band perform and other things. And they are killer musicians. They are fantastic and uh, very highly thought of in the uh, in the music industry here in town. The last spot I'll mention is uh, my favorite rock and roll spot in town. That is Count's Vamped. It's also up on Sahara. It's just down a little ways from Osaka from the sushi place there. Uh, yeah. It is run. It's right by Hash House of Go-Go. That's I think. right. Yep. It's right yeah. down there. Uh, it's run by Danny. If you've ever seen um, the the Pawn Stars or uh, Danny had his own show on there. He's the Count, you know, uh, so Count's Customs, uh, I think oh, yeah. was his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so he, he, he restores cars, he builds cars and all that kind of stuff. But he's also a musician. He's a singer. He has his own band. And then they bring in just the best rock bands uh, that will, you know, just pack it, you know, that maybe three, 400 people in there. They pack the place out. It's a fantastic bar. They have a fantastic VIP area over on the side, which I, I yeah. appreciate, you know, I'm getting, and Jacob, little... how late is this going? Oh, vamp usually runs until I think around one or two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're around one or two. And then what happens oftentimes is you leave there, you, you go with the musicians somewhere, you might grab a, a drink, a bite to eat, uh, even even sometimes just right there in the in the bar. So I mean, it's it's always just a really good time. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, Edo, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist, Steve 
Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know, Jacob, the other thing that I am aware of being a longtime Las Vegan, uh, and I'm, I don't know if it's still kind of the thing, but uh, I remember a lot of places would have performers coming in after their own shows and, you know, they've done a whole night of performing and then they go on stage and do more performing. I'm thinking of places like Don't Tell Mama sure. or The Bootlegger. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm also thinking of like pop-up places uh, that, you know, like the 1230 Clown Show, I know, uh, is is back on, on the radar. Absolutely. Love the 1230 Clown Show. Right? Wh- why would you go and perform after you've been performing i mean why don't you people just go to sleep <laughs> well we hate sleep we don't we don't <laughs> operate well in the daylight we're, we're mainly night people and it, it's just fun you know we all got into this industry because it's something that we really love to do no one should get into entertainment if they feel like they can do something else if you feel mm. that if you feel as though there is something else that you can do with your life if you can be an accountant, if you can be a teacher, if you can be a lawyer, if you are called to do one of those things or anything else, do that. That is a that is a better life, almost statistically a hundred percent than than working as an entertainer. Working as an entertainer has a weird set of challenges. Most people who work in the entertainment business at any given time are unemployed. They're always right. looking for gigs. Looking for gigs. If you find a one-off gig, that doesn't mean you have a job. That means you have a job for that night. You're going to get paid that night. Now you got to find something for the next night. So it is is a constant hustle. But the reason people do it is because they love it. You know, there's nothing that they would rather be doing. There's nothing else that we feel like we can do. I don't know how to do anything else. I've been in entertainment my entire life. I'm useless to society outside of entertainment. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Very different from lawyering. I'm going to tell you, after a full day of lawyering, I don't want to, you know, go to a second location and do a little more lawyering. That's right. You know, but I I do want to go back for a second because you were very enthusiastic about something that I'm aware of. And maybe for our listeners who don't know, can you explain what the 1230 Clown Show is? Oh, that's I'm glad you wanted to go back to that because that's exactly what I was about to go back to as well. The 1230 Clown Show is put on by several Cirque du Soleil clowns. And it is the most ridiculous good time. Look for the 1230 Clown Show. I know they're on Instagram. They're on the, all the social medias and everything. Find them. Uh, pay attention to when their shows are. And if you can get to one, go see it. Buy your ticket early. They always sell out. So go see the 1230 Clown Show. because what And why is it is, called the 1230 Clown Show? It's usually at 1230 a.m. There you go. Yeah. So it's a, it's I knew a, the answer to that. I, know, I just I wanted to give you a little setup there. So uh, you show up to this. 
And what you're going to find there is you're going to find these people that are employed by uh, Cirque du Soleil. They're, they're employed by Spiegel World with Absinthe and the Atomic Saloon Show. They are uh, employed by various circuses that travel all over the world. Yeah. But what they don't get to do in those shows is they don't get to do their stuff. You know, what mm. you do in Cirque du Soleil. So you have Benedict, who is the, the clown in O. Uh, you know, he's one of the, the main clowns in O with the, with the white face and everything. He shows up in O and he performs O. You know, he performs the, the script that is written there to be Cirque du Soleil's O. What he can do with the 1230 Clown Show is he can do the stuff that he's been working on. As soon as you stop actively creating, it just becomes harder and harder to do it when you turn around and try to do it later. So that's what they're doing with these with the 1230 Clown Show. Uh, you mentioned Don't Tell Mamas downtown in the Neonopolis. Uh, Kenny right. Davidson, always a, a stalwart in the entertainment community. He's one of the piano players there at the uh, at Don't Tell Mamas. He also does his every Friday night show at the Tuscany, which is always a killer show. I think it's four hours long every Friday wow. night. And it is. And, and who's showing up to those? It's not just Kenny playing. It's like a rotating cast of. Well, who? that's it. You know, at the at uh, his Friday night shows at the Tuscany, it's every entertainer in town that can get there. Uh, it is. It's a desired thing. You know, people want to go there. They want to perform there for all the same reasons I was just talking about with the twelve thirty clown show. So you know, he might have. Boy, I bet he has thirty singers uh, go up with him every Friday night, just getting up wow. there and singing a song. He's even had me get up and sing a song a couple of times. Wait, what? And that's hard to do. It's Are you hard. a singer, Jacob? I, I mean, I dabble. <laughs> I am not a singer, but I, I dabble. I have a good time. Is what what I what I do is I get on stage with the microphone and I have a good time. Yeah, I mean, that's really great. I, I love the idea that, you know, there are regular performers who are doing these variety shows. I, I see pop-ups all the time in theater spaces, sure. whether it be The Space or over at Majestic or wherever. And it's really the community sort of doing it for themselves, isn't it? That's right. That's right. It's just, uh, we, we love to do it. So that's we, we want to get up and do it in front of other people. Yeah. I remember back, back in the day, the bootlegger yep. uh, bistro at the very edge of the strip used to be kind of the place to go. And you never knew who was going to show up. Uh, you know, Bill Fane was at the at the keyboard sure. or at the piano, rather. Uh, and Clint Holmes was sort of a regular, but also like Sonny King and Blackie Hunt, all these old people. I remember a night when like the governor of Nevada, Kenny oh, yeah. Gwynn at the time, walked in dressed up like Elvis and was like singing with the lieutenant governor who owns the place, right. uh, Lorraine Hunt at the time. And it was just like, are you kidding me? We're not, everyone's taking pictures. It was just insane. Oh, yeah. You had performers from the 50s and performers who were just came off their show, that whole thing. Yeah. A lot of things have changed in the last few years. Is is Las Vegas still a 24-hour town? Do do the entertainers, are they at the vanguard of, of keeping that unique graveyard vibrance going? I mean, I think we might be uh, in many ways because Vegas, COVID changed everything. COVID changed lives sure. for, uh, I, I'm assuming, most if not everyone who's listening to this show. Uh, and COVID changed our lives as well. There was a while that it looked like possibly entertainment in Las Vegas was going to go away or radically change, uh, probably not for the better, at least not in, not in so far as our pocketbooks go. And it introduced a, a new virus that no one had ever heard about called Last Call. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You know, we have Last Calls in places now. I don't like that. But, you know, Vegas is still in many ways a 24-hour city, but not everything is 24 hours anymore. There's always something to do here. That's the that's one of the the cool things about this city is there is truly always something that you can go do. 
Jacob Smith, um, thank you so much for joining us on CityCast Las Vegas. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for having me. It's always a real pleasure to chat with you off air. I'm glad we could do it on air for a change. Hey, if you want to hear more of Jacob and some great entertainment stories from Las Vegas, make sure to check out the podcast he works on. There's Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, personal favorite, and Pod Therapy, also great. Head on over to hayscoops.com and podtherapy.net for more. And that's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, hey, go tell a friend. Rate the show. Leave us a review. Meet me at 1230 for The Clown Show. And subscribe to our morning newsletter. It's got all the list of events coming up. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Till then, y'all stay lucky. Oh, what do you call it? The 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 table that you cook on and you have like the, the Benny Hanna table, but exactly. I always forget what that's yeah. called too. Oh, I can't think of what it's called. It's fine. Te- uh, te- uh, te- 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 yeah. There we go. I knew we'd get to it together. Mm-hmm. Or with our producer. <laughs>